You are listening to the Forfeit Fatherhood Podcast. And we're having conversations with dope dads covering the four pillars of fatherhood. We call it the Fit Fatherhood Formula. Faith, family, finance, and fitness. That's right. These dads are setting the pace in business and fatherhood. This show isn't only about the outside success. We're getting down to who you are. Gentlemen, it's time to get fit. And and, 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 and now, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Four Fifth Fatherhood Podcast, a podcast for fathers by fathers, uh, where we talk about the four pillars of fatherhood. And uh, we're kind of in the middle of season two, um, and actually probably towards the tail end of season two, going to break into season three here. And uh, I just wanted to drop back in, man, and talk a little bit about how this season has gone, um, some of the things that are going on in this season, and um, where we're going going forward. Um, a lot of really good guests this this season um, so far. Uh, been really really cool to talk to some of these these men about their fatherhood journey, uh, the things that they've gone through, the things that they are still going through. Um, talking about. Uh, being young fathers, talking about expecting to be a father, talking about fathering and being a stepfather. Um, we did something a little different this particular season, um, got into some kind of in-between episodes, some kind of pre-pod episodes or some catching up episodes. Where we kind of talk about the social media aspect of it and the, uh, the, the Instagram content uh, that I've been putting out and, and then responses that are from it. And that's going to be kind of what this one turns into, but I just wanted to kind of give you guys an update um, on where we're going. Uh, there is no interview episode this week. It is just this one. Um, and I just want to kind of talk about a couple of things. One, um, it's interesting to look at the, to look at the comment section in general, the comment section is a wild place. And I've said this in a couple of episodes now, but the comment section is a wild place. Um, I think the first one I want to talk about, I posted a, a video of Charleston White um, and Charleston White is a conf- controversial character in, in general. Um, I think a lot of the things he says, he said as a character to get a message out um, and he's drawn a lot of attention to himself, both positive and negative, uh, mostly negative, depending on who you're asking. Um, he says some things that are controversial in the black community. He says some things that are controversial overall, just in general, as, as males. uh <laughs> Um, but but what you can't say about him is that he is not drawing attention to himself and drawing attention to whatever his message is, right? Kind of get the feeling that uh, Charleston White started out as someone who was uh, an advocate for justice, um, just kind of looking back at his history, some of the things he did before he became, you know, the Charleston White that we know uh, or have seen over the last year or a year and a half. Um, you know, he was trying to advocate for getting young men's sentences reduced, trying to get men out of jail, get boys out of jail. Um, he had a program where he worked um, specifically on that. Right. Um, obviously, that is thankless work. That is work that, you know, does not maybe get the funding or the help that's necessary. It doesn't get the push from the community, especially if you're on a smaller scale working in, you know, a local community uh, and just on the state level, not working national not working nationwide, um, you know, it, it, you don't get maybe the, the responses that you're looking for or the responses that you want. Um, so I don't know if this is the reason. This would be my speculation. And I'm not going to speculate, right? But, I, uh, you know, eventually Charleston White pops up on the Internet, on social media, um, and he's going at, uh, you know, rappers. 
Um, we can we can argue back and forth on, you know, the positives and negatives of rappers. I know that, you know, there's a lot of perpetuating of quote unquote stereotypes in the community, uh, selling drugs, uh, you know, we're talking about women, all these different things, right? We're glorifying. Some people say, you know, they're just telling their stories. Some people say they're glorifying uh, negative things, right? And I'm not here to argue that that is what it is. You have your opinion on it, right? But what he did by going at those characters who are, right, whether they like to or not, are role models to the, to the next generation or saying things that people are emulating um, is, is that they have to be basically, and I'm going to sum it up, is that they have to be more responsible. Some of the things that they're doing, some of the things that they're saying, some of the things that they're perpetuating are not for the average human, right? Not for the average civilian, right? Uh, the average civilian should not be uh, carrying guns the way he, the way rappers talk about, should not be selling drugs the way rappers are talking about, should not be uh, doing some of the things to women or with women that, that rappers are talking about, um, or, or men if you're talking about female rappers, right? But this is continuing to happen. It has been happening for a long time, gangster rap. Uh, you know, while I love and enjoy some of the music, some of the messages are mixed and wrong, right? And I'm old enough and smart enough and wise enough to know not to fall into that, right? Just because somebody is selling drugs or, or carrying guns doesn't mean that I'm going to do it. I'm not going to emulate it. Never have, never will. But that is me. And that is not everyone and not every child, especially who are young and impressionable, uh, who are in a struggle and see somebody who emulates what they think is success, money's, money, jewelry, uh, fame women um so they kind of go and do whatever that person is doing right especially if that child or that person does not have another male role model in their life um and they see a male on tv number one who has money number two who has jewelry who wears fancy clothes who has women you know who who, who like them um these are things that that men and boys especially uh aspire to so there should be a responsibility on that right but there typically isn't one right uh you know they kind of fall back on the old Charles Barkley, I'm not a role model idea. Um, and, and so I think Charleston was kind of calling that out very openly, very aggressively, um, and that got a lot of backlash. So because of that, there's a lot of the messages that he says that are missed because they're kind of all rolled up into this, uh, you know, anti-Charleston white rhetoric. Um, but, but there's a particular post that I put out where he's talking about uh, a mother's love and he specifically says a mother's love is not sufficient enough uh, for a boy. A mother can love her son too much. A mother's love can ruin a boy. And there's a lot of mixed emotion, right? There, and it's, it's very interesting on the majority of the posts that I post about men uh, being present in, in, in children's lives. Um, the message gets missed on single mothers. I am in no way at any point putting down single mothers, taking away from what they are doing. Um, I have said it is it is a difficult job for anyone to take on the role of mother and father. It is extremely hard to step up when someone steps out and have to be the one to shoulder the load completely and, and you know, by yourself. <clears throat> but when I post things like this, immediately single moms in the comment section take offense to it or women in general who may not be single moms take offense for other women, right? They stick up for other women and I get it, but this post is not about single women, right? It's not about a single mother. It is about the fact that a mother's love may be too much and, and we can all agree that too much of anything can be a problem, right? Too much of anything without balance, right? And he specifically says with balance, he's talking about 
needing a male influence, needing a positive male influence in their life. A boy needs a positive male influence. Um, you know, the guys in the neighborhood um, are, are not necessarily the positive male influences that you want. There needs to be a positive male influence. Now, obviously, the best positive male influence would be that child's father. Right. But if that's not the case, right, then you have a mom that steps up and she loves the way that she knows how to love. Um, and sometimes that love without balance can cause a young man to uh, not show up in the world the way a quote unquote man would. Right. Um, they don't understand the intangibles of manhood uh, because. Uh, whether you like it or not, representation matters, right? So if you are a single mother raising a child, you need to have representation for that child, whether it be male or female, there needs to be a positive male representation for that child or else they begin to try to find it on their own, right? They go find it on their own. Proximity says the closest male to you is the one that you're gonna emulate or one of them, right? Uh, if you are impoverished and you live in the hood, those quick, close male influences may not be the most positive ones, right? The positive ones in the community typically aren't just out and available for you to see. You know, Joe that has a good job next door is getting up at 5 a.m. and going to work and then coming home and he's staying in his house. So your kid doesn't see him. Who he does see on his way to school when he's walking to school is, is uh, Tim and them on the corner uh, hanging out with jewelry. Look like they're having fun, they're laughing, they're shooting dice, they're, you know, they're doing all the things that seem fun, right? Um, your son comes home, is in, inside the house when funk starts happening, when things start happening, all the bad stuff happens, they don't get to see it. But they do see them hanging out, having fun, enjoying themselves. And so that seems like uh, something that would be something they want to go strive towards. So I really don't understand the push, though, because as a what the single mother's comment they're typically commenting, uh, you know, we have to stop villainizing single moms. Single moms can't do it all on their own. Um, you know, what about the daddies? And again, I get it. That is my point. What about the dad? Dads need to be there. There needs to be a dad there. If the dad is not there, then it's on, the onus falls again on you to provide a male role model or find male influence, right? But then there's, there's some single moms that are like, I did it all by myself. I have five kids. Uh, all of them are in college, doing great. Uh, got ten, you know, they got kids, they got wives, they got all these different things, right? There's this this argument, and again, I applaud you. It's a very tough job. The fact that you were able to do that job without the support of another person is phenomenal. But the fact that you are are using that or saying that with such pride just proves the point that it was needed to have someone else. Right. If something was easy for you to do. You don't brag on it. Right. Like I got up and got out of the bed this morning and I brushed my teeth. I didn't go tell anybody that I brushed my teeth. Right. I just brushed them because it's easy for me to do. But if I got up this morning and ran a 5K, if I got up this morning and did 100 push ups. If I got up this morning and uh, uh, made a thousand dollars. I'm going to go tell people because it's a harder thing for me to do. There's some pride that's attached to it. Right. So I, I when. When you say something with pride and you're kind of wearing it as a badge of honor, understand that you are also in saying that you are also uh, uh, pointing to the fact that it is a difficult task for people to do. And maybe it shouldn't be done on their, on your own. Right. If it's difficult for you to do, you probably shouldn't be doing it on your own. 
right? You should probably be looking for or trying to get someone to help you with it. Right. And if, if you aren't, if you aren't looking for someone to help you with it um, and you want to take it on by yourself. And at the same token, you can't necessarily be like, oh, man, I had to do it by myself and using that as, as a means of sympathy. Right. Now, I know there's a lot of situations where men walk away. It's easier for men to walk away. Right. Uh, you're not quickly attached to the child. Um, as a man, you can just, you know, get up and go get cereal one day, you leave, go get milk and never come back. Right. That was a, a saying for a reason. Dudes would just bone out, just leave. Right. Leave mom to have to take care of it. And mom's, you know, shouldered the load and did it. It doesn't mean it's to be done. Right. They didn't do it voluntarily. Right. They're not doing it because they want to. They're doing it because they have to. Um, so that's that post. And here's here's another one. Um, there was another post that I posted where a lady was talking about um, she's talking about having issue with uh, single fathers, right? Single fathers raise children just as well as uh, you know dual parent families. Dual parent families do a good job of raising children. When a single father raises a child, um, they're just about as well off as the dual parent. A lot of lot of stuff here, right? It's, it's very, very layered. Here's a, here's a couple things. One, a lot of dudes jumped in. Dude, dads are better better parents than moms. Not the case, right? Parent is a parent, um, whether male or female, mom or dad. You can be a good parent or a bad parent. Not uniquely one better than the other. We have different things about us, uh, genetically and, and physically and whatever. Uh, and just the ways that we carry ourselves because of society, through society, and how we interact with other people that are necessary for the child to get. So a balance of both is always ideal. But uh, so that argument is is flawed. Um, I think also here's here's something that we have to look at, um, and this is <laughs> this is something that a lot of the moms on this on this particular post would say, and I agree. Um, you have to look at one the numbers. Right. Look at the numbers. There are significantly more single moms than there are single dads. Right. So just by sheer number, there are going to be more bad single moms than there are bad single dads just because there's a larger number. So a larger number of, quote unquote, troubled children are going to come from the single mother population because there are just more in general, period. Um you also have to look at the fact that uh, when a father is awarded custody in the court system, and this is no fault of his own, this is just the way the court systems work, you have to be a phenomenal dude to go into court and win a custody battle and become the single father, right? You have to be a great dad to become a single father if the mother is at all alive, right? A lot of people in the argument uh, in the comments was like, well, if dads produce better children uh, as single fathers, and how come in court they don't they don't get you know they don't get uh, custody? Again, the number of fathers that are fighting to get their child is low, right? It may not be your situation, right? But it's not as high as you think. 
is not as high as you think. And maybe that's because dudes are more willing to just take the L, you know, in a situation where we're not going to win. We'll just back off and like, hey, I'll just figure out how to get in that child's life. Uh, if he really, you know, really wants to get to know me, then we'll get to know each other later on down the line. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. But the number isn't as high as you think. It's not 100 percent. Um, it's not a bunch of dudes that are fighting hardcore, right? People are also arguing that women initiate divorce. And so they're splitting up homes. They're taking fathers out of the homes. That may be the case, but you have to remember that most, most marriages are going to end up in divorce, right? Not most, 50-50, right? 50% 50 of the marriages end up in divorce. If that is the case, then when they split, dudes ain't asking for divorce that often. We just don't like we just deal with whatever right most dudes in relationships are happy or, or are just willing to deal with whatever most women are getting short in the stick and i hate saying most because people are going to comment and say the dudes are are like oh man my wife did this to me my wife did that man i get it right and i'm just saying in general right women are getting the short end of the stick in a relationship right um guys are cheating in record numbers <laughs> guys are are not living up to maybe the standards that a woman has says like you're courting her you're dating her you're going hard and then you get married and you stop dating her right you stop lusting after her the way that you did before you got her you stop treating her the same way you let yourself go you don't take care of yourself the way that maybe you should and so then that kind of lines up and ends up causing problems. So there's a lot of things that are going on that kind of play into that, right? But you have to look at it and look at these posts and just find what applies directly to you and let that kind of like be what it is, right? Um, let's see, what else is going on in the comments? Um, I posted one uh, by uh, Thomas Munson, who is a president or used to be former president, rest in peace of the Mormon church, um, talking about uh, just being appreciative of your children. I know that at times they frustrate you. Um, they don't clean up after themselves. They don't do the things that you 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 know, you know want them to do sometimes. They're, they just are frustrating in general. Um, they're amazing and fulfilling and phenomenal. Um, but his point was, is that eventually all those things that nag you, you will miss. The thing like not cleaning up after themselves. Eventually, they're going to grow up and they're going to leave your house um, and you'd be an empty nester and you're going to miss those things. Sure, you'll be able to travel. Sure, you'll be able to do, quote unquote, all the things that you wanted to do that you couldn't because you had kids around. But you're going to be alone and lonely and you're going to miss them. Right. And so that was the point. A lot of people took that and were, were saddened by it. Um, and it wasn't and by any means to make anybody sad. It was just to be a reminder that in the moment as a father, you have to be present. You have to be in the moment and enjoying the moment, not looking forward to when such and such is going to, or this is going to happen or that is going to happen. As a father, you need to be there and be in the moment and enjoy it. Uh, when you're holding your child, uh, understand that you, you know, sooner or later, they're not going to hold you anymore, right? You drop kids off at school. They're not going to give daddy a kiss anymore. They're not going to hold your hand when they cross the street or walk across the parking lot. Um, so you got to, you know, you're going to bear My youngest daughter will not walk in the parking lot without holding my hand, right? Now, sometimes I have stuff in my hands and I'm like, dude, I, I can't, I don't you know, put your hand down. Like I can't right now. And, you know, and, but then I had to realize I better figure out how to get a hand free because eventually, right, she's not going to hold daddy's hand anymore. And I'm going to miss that. Um, and so that post was, was, was about that and kind of to point that out. 
Um, let me see what else is going on in social media. Uh, you know, happy new year. Let me back up because I haven't talked to you guys like this specifically. So let me back up. Happy new year. This is the first, I think of the new year, uh, post where our, our you know, podcast episodes where it's just me, uh, talking to you guys about what's going on. I think in 2023 dads, here's what we got to do. One, we got to be more present. Um, I know it's difficult. Uh, I actually posted something about this earlier. Uh, 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 earlier this week, there's a, a video that actually a mom posted, but she posted a video of her husband. Um, he gets up early in the morning. He has to go to work before the kids wake up. So he doesn't get to wake up with them, you know, kiss them goodbye, say, you know, have a great day. All those things that, that I love doing with my kids that are now that I'm able to take them to school uh, and wake them up in the morning, make breakfast and all that. Right. Um, he isn't able to do that. But what he does is he stays up at night and he personally hand draws uh, a napkin on a napkin for them to put into their lunch bag. And it's, it's really cool. You got to check it out. Really cool. Um, you know, pictures and notes and things like that. The reason I bring that up is, is if you look at his situation, right? Some guys would take that and go, I just can't, I'm not able to, uh, either be sad about it or just get over it. Right. Um, but this guy is seeing that he's in a situation where he's not able to be present in that moment. He's finding a way to still make an impact, right? Because that child is going to wake up and they're looking forward to it. They can't wait to open up their lunch bag and see what dad got for me today. What drawing did dad do today? Right. They're, 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 he's, he's, even though he's not present, he's, he's there, you know, he's making an impact. Right. And that's what presence is really all about. It's about the impact that you make. Right. Cause you can be in the room with a kid and not be present. You can be in the same house with the kid and not be present. Right. But your presence is about the impact that you're making. The presence that you have is about the impact that you're making, how you are affecting that child, right? Presence isn't just about being there, right? Because, the, the, I mean, I had, like I said before, my stepdad lived in the house with me. Um, he was there, but he wasn't present, right? When he was there anyway, because he was working most of the time. When he wasn't working, he was sleeping or eating or, right? So he's not present in the house, right? He lived with me and I wasn't in a fatherless home, um, but he wasn't a present father in that way, right? There's only a few conversations, like non-joking, like, you know, conversations that I remember having, like real conversations that I remember having with him. Um, and not to any fault of his own, he was doing what he was, you know, what he was supposed to do, He'd protect, provide, preside. He was the head of the household. He went to work to make sure he could provide a house and roof and food and clothes and all those things. Um, and so he was doing his job in that regard, but there's that extra P we have to be present. Um, and I think a lot of us have missed that. We, we, we really are big on the protect and provide part of it. Um, we will, we will fight a bear for our kids. We will take a bullet for our kids, but, uh, you know, it's hard to fight the bear or to take the bullet if you're not there. Right. Um, so it's really important that we, we, you know, we kind of look at that and look at ourselves in that regard. Are we there to fight the bear? Are we there to take the bullet, right? We may be out providing and that may, be getting, may, may get in the way of us being present. And so here's a couple of things that I want you guys to think about. And over the next couple of Fridays, I'm going to be doing, uh, you know, five, five o'clock Fatherhood Friday, uh, talking about something that I discovered that was really important uh, for me in overcoming that particular struggle and how um, it's basically a superpower 
Like everybody has, everybody has this thing that they can use to overcome what I think is one of the biggest obstacles because I asked, I did a poll and I asked fathers what were, you know, some, maybe some of the biggest obstacles that they face. And, and one of them uh, that continued to come up and keeps coming up is balance and time. Uh, and in every one of you guys' phones, there is a superpower. There is a, a, uh, a, a an app that you have absolutely free. Matter of fact, it came uh, stock, right? If you have an email account, you have access to this um, and you can supercharge your fatherhood by making just a few changes. And like I said, I'm going to talk about that over the next couple of weeks. Um, if you're following me on social media, you will see me post about that. Um, you will see me uh, talk about that quite a bit. Um, and so I'm going to kind of be doing that going forward. Uh, outside of that, fellas, let's, uh, let's in 2023 be as present as we can be. Let's find ways to make an impact. Let's find ways to add that, that extra P to it, right? We've got, we've got our protecting, we've got our providing, we know how to preside and be the head of the household, but let's make sure that we're present. Uh, remember, you cannot protect them from the bear if you're never there. Um, shout out to, to all the dads who are doing a great job, who are kicking fatherhood in the teeth, who are going out every day and just doing an amazing job. Uh, for those of you guys that are, that are new fathers, young fathers, hey man, find somebody to talk to. Um, you can hit me up on social media, uh, on Instagram at four fit fatherhood, uh, the number four fit fatherhood, um, along with, uh, the, the Friday, five o'clock, uh, fatherhood things. I'm also going to be doing a actual fatherhood group, kind of maybe like a members thing, um, where we just kind of get together and talk about stuff. Right. Talk about dad stuff. Talk about life stuff. Um, I think we get together a lot of times. We talk about sports. We talk about Super Bowl. We talk about uh, LeBron did this and we talk about all those different things. Right. But we don't really get together and talk about emotional intelligence. We don't get together and talk about how to be a better dad, how to be a better husband, uh, understanding, you know, a teenage child, understanding a toddler, understanding you know, all the things that we actually go through that actually impact our lives, right? LeBron can have 50 tonight and we won't care about it tomorrow, right? Like that doesn't really impact us. We'll talk about it and a great play, but in a week's time, that great play is over, but your family is still there. So we need to talk about things that are a little bit more important. Um, so I'm putting together a group for that so that we can address those things because they are near and dear to my heart and something that we definitely need to um, take advantage of. So. I'm going to wrap this episode up. I'm uh, excited again to talk to you guys. Uh, look forward to the episodes that are upcoming. Uh, i got a couple in, 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 the, uh, in the works right now that are being edited. It uh, should be out soon. Um, again, shout out to you guys getting it done in 2023 early, right? Setting the, setting the table for what's to come for the rest of the year. Uh, shout out to y'all, man. Really appreciate all the work that you're doing. Continue doing great work. And uh, I'll talk to you guys in the new year. Or I'll talk to you guys later. It's already the new year. <laughs> you just tuned into another episode of the Forfeit Fatherhood podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you once again for listening. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow me at You Can Call Me Coach on Instagram. Also follow the podcast at Forfeit Fatherhood, the number four and the letter U on You Can Call Me Coach. Uh, 
go ahead and flip over to the next episode, man. I know you love this one, so you'll probably love the next one. Excited for you guys to hear it.